Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to welcome you back to another episode of The Life Pod. And today we have a special guest, uh, Christian Gravius from Collins Real Estate, who's obviously the director and founder of Collins Real Estate and obviously the founder of Collins NFT as well. Welcome and thank you so much for coming on, bro. Mate, thank you, boys. I feel privileged to be here. <laughs> I'm honoured. No, that's good. Thank you. Th- thanks for coming on. Um, I think we'll jump straight into it. Yeah, we really wanted to get you on because obviously you're a freak at what you do in terms of the real estate game and obviously you're following where you see the future going in terms of you know the NFT space, the metaverse space in terms of real estate as well. And we'd sort of just like to start off with, again, let people know sort of how you, like where your passion for real estate sort of came from. Yeah, um, it wasn't, it really came in a weird place of, so my father was actually a real estate agent. He was in the game for 30 or so years. Sure. Um, and he'd, he'd left the game and I'd finished school and my ATAR school was, score was horrible and had this big list of like, I don't know, I don't know, at the end of the year, like you go see the teacher and you got to put your preferences for, you uni- like yep. universities, yep. all that stuff. The and course advisor. Yes, yeah. the course advisor. Fucking useless business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? My course advisor, she was actually amazing. She was... Mate, me and her, we still talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mine was good too. I don't yeah. know. Mine was fucking useless. Yeah. Mine was like, you'll reach your dreams. She's like, nah, yeah. shit. Mine is just always like, oh, you didn't get your ATAR for the course you want, just go to TAFE. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of what kind of happened because like I had this big list. Like the first one was like valuations, like 80 something at Deakin. And we went all the way down the list. And number 12 was Box Hill TAFE, like real estate cert four. So I was like, all right, well, guess it, it's going to be that. Like, there's nothing else. And a while I was doing that, I'd just finished school. I got a job at a deli, working there. I got um, I got sacked after two weeks. Um, that was that was good fun. <laughs> I kind of got stitched um, with how I how that happened, but that's uh, I would have taken meat as well. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. You were pulling the wrong meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it was more like uh, I got my first little like taste of the real world that. I realized that no one really cares. It hits like a certain point, uh, hits a time, and the, he's already got his bag and he's left. Like I just started. I was like this trainer, and they stuffed up the uh, they stuffed up the schedules where I was supposed to close for like the first time. And there was a special thing where you last three hours you got to do certain things, and I've never done it. And the guy it hit I think six o'clock or seven o'clock, and I'm like, and he's leaving. I'm like, well, I can't be here by myself. <laughs> and he's like, just just shut the whole deli down. Don't stress. It's all good. So I literally just imagine a supermarket and the lights just go off. Like, <laughs> literally. And Yellow boy, I'm Yeah, out. literally, literally. And yes, what Yeah, that is literally what happened. So, yeah, logs, yeah, they, I think was I- Was the deli in Oakley? No, no, oh, no, 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 it was in Heidelberg, it was in Heidelberg. So that was, uh, that was interesting fun. And then I was out with the job and my dad's like, do you want to do real estate? And I was like, well, all right. I'm like, sure. well, yeah, what else am I going to do? So- mm. He, you know, he's he had an office and it's funny, like he, he think he'd left like five or seven years before that. We walked back in, it was like literally the same and we started and for like two, three years, I hated it. It was the worst. I didn't even go, I hated working. I didn't want to do anything. Like I just, I don't know. And then all just randomly out of nowhere, something just happened or it was a time, it was around 2016 where I don't know what got into me, man. Like I just 
I loved, I just loved the game. I loved business. I loved just everything about it. I started hustling, man. I, I was going, like I went from like not working at all to doing like 12 to 14, 16 hour days, like six to seven days a week on like on a regular basis. And slowly, slowly, you know, I just, yeah, just started opening up my, 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 my business journey, my real estate journey and, you know, and yeah, now we're here with what's going on. So in terms of business, when did Collins, Collings start? Uh, 20, 2013, but like it really didn't start till I'd say 2016. So it was, um, was Collins your dad's and then you sort of took it over? Or you yeah, just, you yeah, so it was his name. It was, okay. it was his name. Because I've always wanted, that's like a personal question, I've always yeah. wondered where that name came yeah, from. Yeah, so Collings in the 80s was like huge. Like they were like one of the biggest in Victoria and then they went bankrupt. And oh, my, wow. yeah, my dad just bought the name, like he bought the company or, or whatever. And then he was working and then he just stopped and it was dead. It was a dead company. Yep. Um, it was a dead- Now you're back to the top. <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying. Well, we're trying. So yep. then um, uh, it's something where, you know, we would just got in there and we started and yeah, that's how the names really, right. really come. So it's funny, like we still get calls from like people that were like, oh, is Mr. Collings there or whatever? <laughs> like they, they send like- things to like the old address so oh, we picked up a listing because like someone ran like in debt like yeah <laughs> he was like, in bankrupt it was funny like you guys owe me money yeah no, yeah oh, there was a lot of that yeah yeah, they, there, yeah, yeah there was definitely a lot of that yeah, for um, sure. uh but there's also we got like this really big listing this big land um because some guy sent a letter to mr collings in the city and it got sent back to did us you acquire the piece of land we, no we oh. didn't acquire it we sold it like oh, perfect which was <laughs> yeah it was really weird so um yeah, it's very, very interesting. But um, yeah, so that's how that kind of all started, really. Did you ever think about going, hmm, you know, this is okay, but maybe I should do commercial? Like, why was commercial and everything? Like, you looked at it, you go, oh, not really. My no, thing. We, we did, like, like we. we could, in we, the real estate, it's hard, isn't it? It's either, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, is there either you're more focused towards residential? Correct. Or you're more focused to commercial. Uh, commercial, yeah, correct. industrial, or. In, you know, yes, yeah. correct. Like, we did both. Like, for example, we had a rent roll. Um, where we'd had commercial properties and we sold, we've sold commercial properties and stuff like that as well. Yeah, it was never, it was never my focus. I think with commercial, it's very dollars and cents. Like the people that you're dealing with, what are the numbers? How much is it returning? Okay, this is what it's worth. There's no emotion. Yeah. It's like with residential, you know, their their first home buyers, their families, they when they're selling, they lived in the house for 15 years and. Mm. Oh, we had the kids' seventh birthday, twenty first, eighteenth. They're loving it, the like sentimental value. Yeah, they're smelling the walls. Like, can you smell that? <laughs> like, and I'm like, it smells the same to me, but to them, <laughs> but to them, it's sentimental. Yeah, so for sure, it's a very, it's di- very different type of selling. Yeah, which is that, but resi- residential is like, I personally believe anyway. It's like people, the population grows, hence you need houses to live in rather than like businesses. The way businesses work these days, they change all the time. Well, and we realize this, especially the last two years. Well, that's why if you have a look at industrial over the last three years, it's doubled. Now, why? Because the, we've adapted. So people have realized, okay, so we don't really need shop fronts. We just need storage, storage, storage distribution. Correct. We yeah. can like we can get we can buy an industrial factory. We can run our e-commerce business out of there. We can run our, our plumbing business out Correct. of there. Yeah. So we can we can hold stuff in there, and we can our lawyers' firms, accounting firms. They're all moving in here. It's so much cheaper mm. than owning street frontage. These lawyers and accountants, they don't see their clients face to face anymore. Yeah. It's all done online. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I th- and I think that's why industrial's gone crazy. Yeah, for sure. 
And it's like you can just turn in a piece of industrial real estate into an office very simply. Yeah, some easy. Stuff, mm-hmm. Correct. Play some floorboards. Correct. Like Literally, very and very very easy to do. So I think the world's the world's changing extremely fast. Um, COVID obviously sped that up. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's very interesting. What's where do you sort of see like like what's the sort of plan moving forward with all this? Like, you know, let's just say keep it simple, like technology and you know moving into this digital world where you sort of see Collins moving like what's your sort of go yeah it's it's interesting so it's funny I've never well in there's a few aspects to this question I've never actually looked at myself as a real estate agent I've always looked at just as as, I've always thought of myself as just a marketing guy that happens to sell property like that's all I've done I've I've always been more in love with the marketing, yeah, but the business side of things, but even marketing over sellings. And like, it was funny, I realized this, I cut the biggest commission ever in my life uh, at the same time that I created uh, the a Lush Sucks uh, Marilyn Monroe video, property video. I don't know if you yep, guys... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I, I started doing property videos and marketing them and I loved just sending things viral. And I realized that same week... I created a property video and I cut the most, the biggest commission I've ever made in my life. Wow. Even probably still to this day, I don't think I cut a bit of com- bigger commission than that. And I didn't even care. I loved that I created a marketing video that went viral and that that it, it just, it G'd me up more. And at that moment I realized, I'm like, okay, like that's extremely interesting. Maybe I should be exploring this marketing thing more. Dive into that to, to leverage the property stuff. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that's where obviously... Um, I've gone in and, you know, now, you know, I'm trying to pivot into uh, more into a, like I'm starting to build a, a media agency um, and that's where obviously the NFTs have come in and, and things like that. And um, where where I see Collings, I've always seen Collings as Collings could be anything. Um, I've never looked at it as just as a real estate agency. I've always looked at it as like, Collings could be like what Jim's group does. Jim's mowing, yeah. Jim's plumbing, Jim's everything. I've always seen Collings as the same and, that's how I'm kind of treating it. And um, it's it's funny now, uh, on the real estate side of things, um, I, I still want to grow it to to be, I always had the vision, I wanted to make it the biggest comp- the biggest real estate agency in Australia. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought that it was going to be bricks and mortar offices. So I always had the vision of, I want 100 offices. That was always like my goal. And then obviously I would have kept just trying to get it bigger. But now the vision's kind of changed a little bit. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm still like really like, I don't know. I don't, I know what I want to achieve, but the path to get there, I'm still just trying to build it because, because everything's changing. Everything's like, yeah. Everything's changing like fuck, dramatically. It's very similar to sort of why we went with enterprises. Cause it's like MK enterprises. <laughs> we didn't want to say MK podcast. And because like, yeah, it's like, there's so many things or avenues we want to explore. So it's like, you, you don't want to cap yourself into like one certain thing. hundred percent. And we did, and we are doing that. Like we've got stuff launching this year. That's going to pull away from the podcasting, you know, more like business orientated stuff. And like, yeah, we've even started doing like sponsorships and like charity work. That's, that's amazing. So yeah. Same sort of thing. But this is your platform where exactly. you're going to build, uh, you're going to build your name. Uh, people are going to listen to you. The They're going to, yeah. And yeah. you're going to build networks and people are going to buy into what you guys are about because they really like what you're doing mm. and, and blah, blah, blah. So you will just keep going really. It's the same anywhere. Like, yeah. So when, when you are in business, you need to, adapt with whatever is happening otherwise 100%. you don't survive there's no way 100 percent. since you sort of just said that what are, you, what are your thoughts on networking in the real estate industry like do you reckon it's really important because obviously like you know as entrepreneurs you want to you know 
for example, it's like if I want to sell my house and I know you, then you can get me a good price or whatever it may be. It's like, what do you think about in your industry? How important is like knowing the it's right? The right? Main, it's the main. one of the main keys. It's everything. It's everything in yeah. the real estate industry. I think it's. I think, but it's not just real estate. I think it's every, everything. Everything. Yeah. Like you need to have. You need to. You need to have the networks. Like if you know a guy for this, you know a guy for that, and they're the best at what they do. Your one call, he will. He'll, that guy will will help you, give you the best advice. But that guy will also know the guy that you need, which will then put you to that guy. And yeah. it's all about. It's all networking is everything. Um. You know, and that's kind of what I'm always trying to do, and I think social media helps that. Um, you know, even to even to an extent, Grim, <clears throat> you reached out to me in lockdown. You know, I could have literally been like, "Fuck this guy! I'm not even going to get back to him. I'm not going to respond to him." But I made the conscious effort to know who you are, yep. understand who you are, because the way I'm looking at it is okay. This guy that could just be there, I could network with him. In 10 years' time, in 10 years' time, five years' time, who knows? Like, who? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, who that's knows? That's exactly nothing to lose. That's the, yeah, nothing it's the to mentality you should have. 100%. Everyone, everybody, yeah. like, I feel like everyone's, especially in Australia, everyone's got an ego. Like, everyone. Oh, I know. We literally like, just spoke about <laughs> that, this, that uncut episode we told you about. That yeah. was literally sure one of the major the topics. Fuck. Man, <laughs> like, I don't understand. You know, everybody, everybody thinks they're better than others. And because this person's number one in business, we can't talk to two and three. Can we just like, say that what we discussed about the just the plain T-shirts as well? <laughs> We're, we're, saying, we're saying that like <laughs> it's a good thing. We're saying like those who are generally doing you know quite successful in business in their life. It's like their ones usually not to parade yeah. designer brands and that sort of stuff. They just come directly with their plain t-shirts. <laughs> director of a real estate agency, just chilling just, thongs, just chilling, living yeah, the that's dream. It. That's it. Just, just be comfortable. That's it. Yeah, I think yeah. I, th I think, and that's and that's something where like. You know, real estate agents, they got a massive ego. But I think business people in general, and like, I'm just trying to come from a place like, oh, man, I, I reach out, I reach out to, like, I reach out to people all the time. I, I don't have, especially when you, you, we talk about that, you were saying that you want to get into real estate and things like that. Yeah. I think a, a big thing about real estate is you need to be able to just, you're going to get rejected 99 times a day. 100%. So me going in, I've been rejected left, right, left, right. I've built this skin that I don't care. I will reach out to somebody and you know what? They might not respond to me. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. That doesn't phase me. I understand, I, 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 I understand their point of view of like, or maybe who knows? I, I don't look into it too much, but I, I just keep moving, grooming. I keep doing my thing because they might, I might get rejected 99 times, but the one person's going to get back to me. Yeah. And it's the same that's, thing. That's what it's about. Correct. And it's, 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 you got to look at it as almost like a filtration system. Correct. Like when you used to, you know, they used to dig for gold and <laughs> get the gold at the end, you know, yes. it gets there. Yes. And that could lead to fucking something else. Exactly. You know? One, one connection's enough to do, to, to do damage, man. And I think just, just reach out to people. If people are doing good things, don't don't sit there and be spiteful. Nah. Um, and you'll find that I find that though the people that are spiteful, the one they have time to be spiteful to put bad energy into people. They're just they're nothing like you know they're not doing anything for themselves either. Like yeah. it's just like you know a lot of a, a lot of people uh, they they hate their lives or and they they or they they're trying to I don't know like they just look at businesses. Uh, the the bo and undo and if they've got to be better than you and if they're not they don't want to you know they don't want to I don't know they don't want to wish good on you I don't know it's just it's weird especially in Australia like when I was I just went I went to America a couple of months ago and 
I met some crazy people, like some really big people that are doing some big things. And like, they were open, like they were amazing. Oh, what do you do? They want to know. Um, there's networking, people follow you on, on social media. And you know, there's that, there's that, there's that connection where I feel like sometimes here, yeah, people can be interesting, but you know, it doesn't, doesn't really phase me. I stick to my own lane. I just, I just do me. Okay. Let's just take this particular situation where like you have a probably already bigger following than us. We're quite small at the moment. It's like, like you said, it could be one follower that just has some crazy marketing agency or has like a million NFTs, whatever it is and go, I want to work with Christian. And then, boom, some big business deal, whatever it is. It's like, you just don't know. So like, you just got to keep your options open. Well, put it put it this way. Like, okay, Karim uh, and you guys, okay, you guys are just starting out. So yeah, let's just say you guys aren't bloody the biggest in Melbourne and all this stuff. And, and you know, no one really gives, like, let's just say, you know, you reach out to some people and they don't get back to you. Well then, how do you not know that in 10 years time, you guys like might like become the real deal or yeah. or you guys might be walking down the street and that guy is getting attacked or something yeah. and like something so small like yeah, that literally that like it doesn't even have to be about oh how successful <laughs> you guys are or you for example might have a medical degree or like a medical yeah, experience yeah. <laughs> and this guy's like dying on the floor and because like your mates with this guy like you dive in to like save him like exactly I love the passion in your voice <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just, I've always had, I've always gone through, and even at school, like, I've always just gone through and just like, be nice to absolutely everybody because you don't know when you're going to need someone or you don't know when that person's going to be there. And there's no reason for you not to give someone the time of day. Like, exactly. We're humans, man. We're all the same. We all bleed blood. Like, you stab me in the neck, I'm dying. I got red. <laughs> stab you in the neck, we're the same, man. Like, there's at, nothing different. At the end of the day, yeah, we all, we all bleed. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So just be nice to each other. <laughs> Back to the whole real estate NFT. But do you bleed in the metaverse? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's 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 actually like I know like probably you. I don't know. That's an interesting one. <laughs> but there's actually someone that has charged someone for rape in the metaverse. You're, yeah. You're kidding. I don't know how that works, but that's going to court in America. So in, uh, is going to court in real life or in the metaverse? In real life court. Oh, yeah. oh I don't know. Fuck I, I don't hell. know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the, really interested to see how that plays out because I actually want to know what the, what the yeah, courts what the are going to rule. Is. That's like playing yeah. GTA Online and another guy beats you. Yes. Take him to court. Yeah, something crazy like that. Like it's nuts. Apparently Fuck. the person got raped. I don't know. This I stuff here though is the start of legal structure. Well, that's why I want to know how it works out. I actually want to see yeah. how the courts rule it. How do they view it? Because- I Where's the evidence? Bound, Where's like, this yeah. is bound to happen though. Yeah. <laughs> so, some dumb shit yeah. like this was bound to happen because now, and this is what we were talking about with our guest on from last week, uh, Dylan, Dylan Johnstone. He came on as well and spoke about NFTs, uh, which is really, really good. Like- <clears throat> it'll start to get to a point where it's like the legal and governing will come in for the whole metaverse and yeah because now it's sort of like this free for all just yeah cool just buy some shit pretty much money. it's the wild west yeah. yeah that's why people are making so much money yeah because there's no there's not really that structure there in well, terms of like legality there is but in terms mm, of like no, it's weird like the SEC still doesn't classify <laughs> like for example you can't actually make so for example you can't make money from NFT so if I was going to put out this NFT and be like oh if you invest in this NFT you'll get revenue to the business or whatever you can't actually the the people that are buying the NFTs can't actually make money from it so generally the way I've kind of looked at it is people set up like two companies where the buyers of the NFTs would tr transfer the money into this company 
and then this company will transfer it into this company, and then this company will distribute the profits to the people. So it's, yeah, it's quite yeah, it's, it's still it's still very early. Like I think it will get regulated oh, next three to five to, years and yeah, stuff like sure. that. But we are to a early, degree, man. Yeah, very very early. very early. So now that we got on topic, I'll, all right, go if you yeah, just before I lose all because we didn't write it down, but it just came to me. It's like, do you think? Because I feel like this can be almost applied to any aspect of business, like even my own, or even our own. Um, in terms of like, let's just use NFTs as an example. It's like, do you think outside of the metaverse, people are going to have to have, let's just say, if you want to buy, let's say with Collins, you have to own a mm. particular type of uh, NFT to like be able to sell your home with us or some shit like that. That makes mm, sense. Yes, no, because then that company is just really just going to shut out. 99.97 of their of their fans because all this all their customer base yep. but what i think is going to happen we'll just use real estate as an example i believe <coughs> that within the next 10 years 15 years i don't know five years every single property or 97 percent of properties are going to be sold on the blockchain now the first property in america actually sold on the blockchain today Sure. today now i think it was a bullshit bid it was one bid that that's bought why it. we brought you on here because we knew it was gonna happen yeah like <laughs> and i'll ex and i'll explain a Predicted. few things i don't know all the exact i don't know exact specifics of how this is going to play out yep. but it is something that i'm thinking about regularly um next 10 years so we're going to a creator's world so you guys are developers yep. now you build 10 apartments now generally you build 10 apartments You'll make your money and that's it. You're done. You'll move on to the next project, blah, blah, blah. But now because of the blockchain, you can say, okay, I've built 10, 10 apartments. We're the creators of the apartment. We're going to add our, our wallet into the smart contract of the, of the property NFT and we're going to add a 2% royalty fee. So every time this property trades in perpetuity for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, kids, whatever it is, we're going to make money. So they'll make 2% of that royalty because they're the creators of the, of the NFT. Yeah. The builders. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're the creators of the property. Yeah. Um, I think all contracts, the smart contracts. So I don't think solicitors are going to be, they're going to disappear, but I believe they're going to be like smart contract solicitors. Now it's all going to be run through decentralized finance. So I can see banks, like there's a lot of unnecessary bank fees that get charged. I can see that them getting cut away. I think there are going to be some other fees that might come in. Um, I don't know. The government's going to have to regulate it. So they're probably still going to want to make their stamp duty cuts. So that will somehow be integrated. But I don't know the exact specifics, but I can really see the blockchain take over the uh, uh, take over real estate. And I'm looking at every single property as NFT. That's how I visualize everything going forward now. So... That all makes perfect sense. Anything I'm stuck on about all of that you did, that you just said is, so with the, would the NFT of that property literally just be like let's just like a front on view of that property? It would just be whatever like a graphic design. Like I look, okay. if you look at the one that the, they sold today, like an interior design. Sort it's of, like, like a Photoshop. card and like it's nice yeah. and so it's sort all of that like stuff. how Danielle does hers. So like kind of like, yeah sort of makes yeah correct yeah, okay. yeah and it's it, it becomes the deed. Yep. So it the NFT becomes the deed to the home. Yep. So right now the deeds of paper that are held in banks in countries like Indonesia, Thailand, they're stolen all the time. If you lose that, it's gone. Yep. So I think there's a lot of security issues at the moment. There's a lot of risk as well. Huge, but huge. I don't see, see right now everything's decentralized. I don't see it being decentralized in 10 years. Yes, I love decentralized because 
if you don't have my wallet, you don't know anything about me. You don't know what NFTs I own. You don't know how much money I've got in there. You don't know anything. But for 99% of people, I don't see it being like like that because people are getting rolled daily, scammed, discords, connecting wallets, you know what losing it everything. You need a metaverse insurance company. It will. It'll be a body. It'll be a body. It'll be a body. It'll be, yeah, it'll be something that will hold it. It will do something. So I don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly. We're still a long way away, but I'm just trying to put some pieces together. Watch Budget Direct get in there somehow. Oh, fuck fuck them off. In- <laughs> insurance. They will. They, they will. will. For insurance sure. for yeah. NFTs already starting and everything. So it'll happen. I think what Karim was trying to say before is like the relation of just NFTs into business apart from the whole metaverse stuff. I think we might see that first. Like, all right, for example, let's say tomorrow, we had this, like, again, we had this conversation with Dylan last week. Let's say tomorrow Kylie Jenner releases 20 NFTs and she says, if you want to purchase Kylie cosmetic products, you need to purchase one of these NFTs. Cancels out a lot of her customers, but the value of those NFTs, would they not? There won't be that. It will be like, so right now, to me, every single property... No, sorry. Every single NFT project is a business. So that do, yeah. Like they're already they're already businesses. Now, she's going to come out and say, "All right, I'm going to release uh, 20 NFTs and they might be utility. So if you own this one, you'll be able to do a monthly Zoom chat with me. If you own this like one, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you, I don't think it's going to be, you got to hold it to buy my products because if you're going to sell 20 of them, then you've got 20 customers. Right now, yeah, she's got millions of customers. I was just saying of like in terms of, like obviously not to scale, but it's something along the lines of that. But you're right. It's probably more in terms of like, if you buy five NFTs, you'll have a Zoom. Correct. Me, E-commerce companies, what they're going to start doing <laughs> is they're going to be creating like a pass mm. where, for example, with this pass you'll get like special discounts it's going to be just a lot of utility touch you might get if you own this pass you get access into our metaverse world you might get access to sneak peeks of our clothing mm. you might be every month they might do so let's just use uh i don't know uh, kenzo uh let's use kenzo so you own you've got kenzo passes uh the the kenzo merch the nft pass they might say okay these, this is the sketch of that top that Karim's wearing and we're going to give this sketch away to our holders and one of them, uh, there's going to be one winner of the holders and that's going to be a prize that yeah, they're going to give yeah, back. Yeah, so yeah. like everything's up for every, I say every single 99% of businesses will eventually do an NFT down the track. It will just happen. It's it's going to happen. It's a part of developing and it's growing. It's going to 100%. Yeah, definitely. My question on what Michael said, so let's say go back to the Kylie Jenner thing real quick. But isn't a big thing with um, NFTs obviously rarity and like scarcity? Yes. So obviously you said she's got like millions of customers. So in that term, two questions. So would you do you reckon she'd have to release like let's say millions of NFTs? No, no. This is what I'm saying. She's not going to do that because because no. What Michael said was if you release twenty of them, then maybe you have to own one to yeah. be her customer. But I said, but that's only twenty customers. Yeah, and exactly. She's got millions. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was like, fuck, then that... Yeah, doing, correct. Then yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. That no. No, I, was, I said it for more of the understand, like not 20, maybe 100,000 or 500,000. But right? then I said, it's that ruins no the scarcity. Correct. That's what I was trying to say. There's no the value scarcity. in it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway. There's a lot of questions that you have uh, with this whole NFT. How did you get into... First of all, how did you even get into it? Like, okay. when did you first start hearing about it? And when did you start taking action? Okay, very simple. So, I was in... I was in uh, NFT... Uh, I got into crypto December 2017. Mm-hmm. Now, the market crashed in January 2018. So, I chucked my $5,000 by mid-Jan. I lost everything. Then, in 
2021. I was sitting on my porch. Exactly how I met Karim on the porch in lockdown. (laughs) I was sitting on my porch. I had my beanbag there. And I was just chilling on Instagram. And this guy went live, Mike Novogratz. He went, (laughs) I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, I'm just going to watch him. And he was talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And he was talking about mining and I literally just, after, I watched it for about 15 minutes. I jumped in about halfway. Watched it for about 15 minutes. Then I went on Google and I went on YouTube and I typed in, what is Bitcoin? Because I never looked. What is You just crypt- dumped five grand in the thing. Yeah, I was just like everyone else, whatever. Yeah, Someone gave me these yeah, coins, yeah. whatever. Fingers just, crossed. Just whatever happens, literally. Like some guy gave me this, we lost it all together. So, um, But he literally gave me like, okay. I, after that, I was like, what is blockchain? What is Bitcoin? I watched like a couple videos. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because I still remember this moment. Like I literally like stared up and I literally said to myself, where has this been my whole life? Like when I actually just watched a few things to understand what it was about, what kind of movement it was, where we're heading. I literally just lost my shit and I was like, fuck, I got to dive. I got to dive straight away. Yeah. So I went into just 10 hours of research every single day, understanding the space. I started, I chucked a bit of money. Well, I, I, checked, my, I checked my coin spot. I had two grand. So Ooh, I was like, I was like we're on, we're on. <laughs> we're on. Yeah, we're on here. We're, we're on. on. We're not mucking around. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we bounced up. back a bit. Yeah, literally, we're on here. You have other guys. Oh, straight to the fucking, that's a booth. Uh, no, 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 we're playing. Yeah, we're playing. Yeah, so it. I started, yeah, literally. So I got my I got my two grand. Um, I started playing. I And I, I, I think that was the best thing for me. I just wanted to learn. And I started learning what's a MetaMask wallet, what's decentralization, what's what exchanges, what are, where do I need to be? Where's my research? Who's do, Who's big in the space? What are people doing? Mm. Um, what's a good utility? What's a good project? Everything. Who's a good manager? Like Everything. Like I just went deep, 10 hours. Like I would work. So I would work my days where I'd start, for example, 7.38. I'd finish 6 to 6.30. I'd be home, eat dinner, 7 p.m., 2 a.m. I'm going hard. During that time, so I'm going to do a couple hours of study. I, then I'm going hard for the for the thing. And I went silent. Like I disappeared off yeah. socials. Can I ask you a question? What platforms did you use to research? The main ones? Like, you, like you, books? You, yes, but you got to be on Twitter. So Twitter as well. Twitter, if you're not on crypto Twitter, you're not into crypto. Like yeah. it's everything's happening there. Yeah. Um, Discords, I only got into Discords a couple months ago. I really couldn't. I didn't really like it mm-hmm. uh, because it's crazy. If you guys try use it, it's crazy. There's so much going on. It's it was spitting me out and I didn't really give it the time yep. until I had time in America where I was like, fuck it, I have to do this. Like <laughs> I have to just get in there and I got to do it. So I did and now I've set up my own Discord and we're running. But um, Telegram, I, I use Telegram a lot. That's where a lot of the crypto things are. Um, but yeah, Twitter, Twitter's the main one and obviously YouTube. I found a few influencers that I really like. Do you know any off the top of your head? That- yes, two, two ones that, uh, there's a lot of garbage ones, a lot of ones that are just pumping. Two that are, that. To to me, I just they 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 give so much value, and they're just they don't they don't they don't sit there, they don't talk shit. Like they're they're really good. Is C S Becker and J R N Y Crypto. Now they're the two. Um, J R N Y Crypto. So he's made like five hundred mil last year. <laughs> nuts, <Same>. yes. <laughs> nuts, <laughs> crazy. Like I've just been following him. He's nuts. 
And CS Becker, he's just amazing. He's really good. So, um, and he, he he puts out a lot of videos on YouTube, like how-to guides. Yes. There's a really good how-to guide on how to trade and like really breaks down everything of like pumping and how to get in and when to sell and what to do. And it's amazing. So that's where I'd look. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so then I was there in March. March came around. So I was in crypto for two months. March came around. Uh, NBA Top Shots went nuts. Yeah. They were flying. I was like, all right. I don't know what these are. I'm just going to buy one. So I went and bought a LeBron James uh, NFT. So that was my first ever NFT. Um, uh, like OpenSea, did you? Nah, they've got their own. They've got their own platform. Okay. Yeah. So like, uh, at the moment, what do you use? Uh, yeah. So now uh, the main one's OpenSea. Yep. Um, so then that led me to Zedrun. So Zedrun was my first ever Ethereum, uh, like proper crypto NFT, which they're Sydney people. So it's funny, like. It was the first ever drop of Zedrun. Now they're partnered with Atari and they're, they're nuts. And it's funny, I got the guy's number. Like, well, that early, like uh, on the customer service, it was like the customer support was his number. I had an issue and I called him and he's just some guy from Sydney and this and that and we fixed it with whatever. And it's nuts. Like now Zedrun's just huge, huge and yeah. it's crazy. So, yeah, that led me on to that journey and, yeah. Fuck, it doesn't end, man. There's just so it's much. crazy. Bro, when you dive into the crypto, the and, rabbit and hole. A, you can't get out. <laughs> it's literally this rabbit hole that you go in and you cannot get out. Digging, Bro, digging. one week in crypto is like a month. It literally feels like, like last week's news is so old. This week's news is crazy. And then next week. Tomorrow. Week's, tomorrow's. Yeah. You're ready for yeah. tomorrow. Fine. There's so much happening, man. It's moving so fast. I'm just trying to comprehend all of that. But I'm also thinking we're, too. We're taking like, a break. We'll be back in half an hour. <laughs> I'm also thinking too, like from a business standpoint, um, usually in industries, you have your pros and your cons or your like your people for and your people against, right? So yeah. you've got your anti-vaxxers and you got your vaxxers. Now you're going to have your pro-metaverse and anti-metaverse. Of course. I'm just trying to picture what the anti-metaverse would look like. and how they you can't really do much about it. It's happening. No, like no. It's yeah. not like, like, but- Okay, I get that. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you the he's timeline. On, he's on, he's on, he's I'll on. I'll give you the timeline. The internet first comes in. Who wants to use the internet? The internet's a fad. Yeah. Guess what? Here we are. Our parents. Yes. MySpace came in. Oh, who's going to have a social media account? No one, Nobody wants that. Facebook came. Your parents were telling you they don't want that. Mm. TikTok came. Oh, why would I want TikTok? It's, it's for young people. It. Yeah. It's for young people that just dance. Mm. Oh, why... You get it. You yeah. get where I'm going. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the it's the standard thing that always happens. Everyone's always demonizing this, but it eventually everybody always just turns. Yeah, yeah. Wait till it's too late. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, so that's where it's going to head to. It's, it's like it's yeah. inevitable. Yeah, there's what, sense. what does the metaverse look like? No one knows. You know, yeah. everybody's, I think that's a big buzzword at the moment, throw around metaverse and everyone's like, everyone's tingling, you know, like everyone's losing their shit. But like really it's all hype. No one really knows what it looks like. People were saying it's going to be Ready Player One. Have you guys seen that movie? Watch the movie. Uh, it's oh my God, what's that fucking movie? Yeah, go. Sorry, yeah, it's Steven Spielberg. He made it about three, four years ago. It's around the future of where we're heading. And it's literally people living in VR. They're li living in little homes, like you were saying. And it's everything's just an online world. So I'd recommend watch that movie. Um, what I was going to say is... Sorry, I'm looking. Oh, are you? Gonna, this yeah, is yeah. slightly off topic. Are you like mainly NFT, or are you still like in crypto? So, like just like normal coins and stuff as well. 
50 50 yeah. like I, i'm both i mean i mean everything like yeah. i feel like i feel like they go in waves so for example from jan to may it was all crypto from june to august september was all nft because mm-hmm. the crypto market crashed yeah from oh, from october to from october to december it was crypto again and nfts died mm-hmm. and now it's all nfts yeah. with a bit of crypto the market's bounced back a bit the way i'm seeing it is one market booms then the other one dies the other one booms the other one dies the other one booms so i'm literally jumping from left to right yeah. like <laughs> distributing your money where, yeah. where it's going to be most optimal yeah does does the does the world of nfts in the metaverse scare you at all yes I think I think it is quite confronting. It is. It's extremely confronting. Like thinking that like we're going to be living. I don't think it's going to be like VR goggles. I think they're going to be like glasses or something. But knowing that I'm just going to put on my glasses and then I'm going to be in an office environment with like ten people when we're all just at home, but we're all working together in our glasses. Um, it's, it, it's almost like uh, the the way I look at it is like it's 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 connecting, but it's also destroying like humanity in the sense of like it's weird it's it's it, 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 there's pros like you're connected with people around the world but then you're also losing that like just touch like hey how are you 100 percent, 100 percent. but if you have a look like i've got this well if you have a look since we've gotten out of covid a lot of people have not left their homes so they've gotten comfortable with staying home yeah for one where they weirdly don't want to connect um with people that's mm-hmm. one but i i i feel that a lot of people in this world really hate the world that we live in. Like they're not happy with themselves. They don't like the way they look. Um, they're, they're just, they're not happy. They want to be someone else. And the metaverse allows you to be whoever you want. For example, you might. Sounds like a drug. Yeah, well, yeah. People, <laughs> why do people smash drugs? Because they're, they're really. happy with the world exactly, and they want to escape. And they're escaping. Yeah. Exactly. They're escaping their problems. Big and they're, yeah. And they're smashing it on the weekend. Well, it, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think, yeah, I just think that's how I see it. And in the metaverse right now, if I want a panoramic view of of, of an, an amazing city in a nice penthouse, it's going to cost me $6 million. Mm. Where in the metaverse, it's going to cost me 100 bucks from a graphic designer. Just add it there. I'll add this extra room here. Do this there. Maybe 1000 bucks. Here you go. 1100 bucks. I got the dream home. Bam. So, yeah. panoramic views. The thing I just can't get is Karim, like- bring the birds down. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hello, big weekend on me. Hello. I'm, just, I'm just picturing that transaction of trying to hook a nice yeah. girls in a metaverse. We probably could. <clears throat> the movie I was talking about is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, it's called Transcendence. With Johnny no, Depp. haven't seen it. It's it literally very similar. That's what scares me because like in this, you know, in this movie, it's a world like ours that's moving very for, like very fast and forward to a whole metaverse thing and technology based and what happens in the end, I think it's like it, it all crashes. Right, and then when you crash, they lose everything, like almost because they're all so based and so invested into this digital world. And the metaverse is like, at the end of it all, that the world's left with nothing, you know. And it's it's very scary because like it'll get to the point. Yeah, it's just well, I don't know. It's very it's confronting. weird because Elon Musk, I don't think believes in this metaverse. I don't think he sees it like uh, that. Bloke's trying to get to Mars to create yeah, more people. Correct. Yeah. yeah so I, he, I'm really interested. To see, I don't think he's really come out and said how he views where we're heading, but I think he's kind of laughed at, <laughs> at the whole metaverse thing. Yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah. So he came and p- took the piss out of Zuckerberg and stuff like that. So 
I don't know. We're so early. Yeah, all I know, early. all I know is that NFTs are a bridge to accessing certain things, and they 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 they're a really good way to build a membership base and and a, and an audience. Like for example, it's a ticket. It's a, a, a ticket. ticket. Yeah, it's so a ticket to an event, uh, a group, and a uh, a party. Correct. I feel like this conversation we're having right now, though, would be the equivalent of us talking about the idea of Google in like early nineteen. 100%. 100%. Of course. We don't even, I guarantee you, the companies that are going to rule in the next 10 years not existent. probably haven't even existed, or they literally just launched this year yeah. and we don't even know about it. So we're still so early. Yeah. Um, you know, there is going to be a massive crash. Like 99% of these NFTs and cryptos are useless. But in saying that as well, 95% of small businesses don't survive either. Correct. So it's the same concept of 95% of these are going to disappear. Mm. There's going to be a massive crash like there was in the dot-com boom. There will be, yep. And out of that crash, you're going to have your Ebays and your Amazons that were dropped all the way down to, to single figures and you're going to have these companies that are going to rise, the real companies that are actually going to make a difference, mm. they're going to rise through the ashes and they're going to be the ones that take over. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, two questions. One is for your crypto stuff, which app do you like? Binance, crypto.com, what do you, what do you personally? No, so I, I, I stay decentralized. I've got a MetaMask wallet and through my MetaMask wallet, so I own my keys. So right now, like let's just say Coinbase or a bank or whatever that is, you actually don't own that money. So the money that you have in there, Coinbase might tomorrow just say, you know what? Ah, fuck you. Like I'm shutting everyone down and we're going to take your money. Where I use MetaMask, which I own the keys. It's decentralized. It's my money in my wallet. Mm. I just like it like that. And I, yeah, that's just how it is. Like even look at like even banks, for example, in Lebanon, like you couldn't, like you can't take money out. They, they've got a crisis. They don't let you take the money out. Australia did it, I think, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So like that's why I stay away from centralized exchanges. Yeah. But I don't, I also don't recommend everybody do that because you're more vulnerable to scams. Yeah. Um, I think like people are connecting their wallets. They've got no idea what they're doing. They're connecting it to just random websites. So that website, like that layer has a, you know, the scammers once, as soon as you connect the contract, they, they take all your money. So I think you've got to be very careful. Back. So if go, you, go, 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 sorry. I'm going to jump back into actual, actual real estate. So yeah. I was going to ask that too. So like in inter- <clears throat> obviously like, you know, I both know that when it comes to investing, it's very dependent on the position of that investor, right? Because like if you've got say 100,000 and you've got 10, 15 properties, you're going to think, you know, you're going to do what's best for you at that point in time compared to someone who's got 100,000 doesn't have a property yet or hasn't got any investments yet. Any I think assets. people, Sorry. people yeah, make decisions on the way they view the scenario and sometimes people make decisions based on how the world's been and how they've made money over the last 20 years. So I... Yeah, that's my. So, as as a person in today's day and age, what would you recommend in terms of investment? And like, would you reckon it's everyone's still, different? Is, it's just NFTs, or is it just properties? Everyone, or? everyone's different. Like, obviously, diversity is key. But yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and tell you go all in in crypto and NFTs because it's extremely vulnerable. Yeah, yes, yes, you hear the stories. Oh, people chucked a thousand dollars here and turned it into a million. But, <coughs> Have you heard about the ninety nine percent that chucked in ten grand and, and it's worth two dollars? So, or well, the guy sold a million and forgot a few zeros and actually sold it for a thousand. Yeah, like <laughs> no, hundred percent, no, like hundred yeah. percent. So, 
I think you know. I I don't think like I'm a good person to give it like give that advice and tell people. I think this is not financial advice. Yeah. No, no, we're just <laughs> discussing. I think like I, I think diversifying is great. Own a property, dabble a bit here, do this. I think Australians, we've always been. The Australian dream is own a home. Yep. That's the Australian dream. 99%. If you ask people, what do you want? I want to buy a house. <laughs> I want a car. Yeah, like, and if it's what it is. And you look at people in America, I want to buy a house. I want to invest in stocks. I want to invest in startups, tech, uh, bonds. Like, everyone's investing in other things where I don't feel Australia does that as much as, you know, America. Yeah, it is. That's so true. Standard. My last thing I really wanted to, like, back to sort of real life stuff <laughs> is, like, at the moment, let's say you're a first home buyer, you're looking to buy another prop- property. Like, what's the genuine real estate market look like? Is it like is it a good time to buy? Is it a shit time? Is it good to sell right now? What's it looking like? What areas? Like, what are you thinking? It's like? interesting. Like, there. So we jumped out of lockdown, and up until <coughs> I'd say mid October, late October of last year was the absolute peak. Like, the market ran. COVID ran. Bubble. Man, went nuts. Then, like December, uh, November, Had December a bit of a drop. Yeah, November, December came and it kind of stabilised. I think there was just a Christmas. Everyone had a draining year. No one wanted to know. Um, January came. There was a lot of uncertainty. Um, so last month, there was it was just uh, no one really knew. People still on holidays. People not sure where it's all going to go. Two weeks ago, the banks came out and said that they're not going to be lifting interest rates and stuff like that, I think, till later in the year. So the last couple of weeks, things have been picking up. We've, do, we've been doing so, some yeah. deals. Buyers are coming. I the way I'm seeing it is I don't think maybe I don't I don't see things like completely crashing or anything like that. Like everyone always says, oh, it's gonna crash. People been saying that for thirty years, man. The market's just running. So I don't see that. I think it's something where, you know, people should people should change maybe the way they look at things. So for example, people say, Oh, I wanna own the great home. But like, why can't somebody buy an industrial factory as an investment and then rent in their their amazing spot. So you, I don't know where where do you guys dream like of living? Like where's like the one spot that you dream of living? Let's just use Turak as an example. Okay, let's let's yeah, let's use Turak. Okay. Um so if you're going to buy something in Turak, it's going to cost you millions. Yep. Now, you can't afford that, but if you want a lease in Turak, it's going to be much cheaper. So you get to lease in the perfect place so you're happy and you still invest in, for example, something else and that will that that will make money for you. Where Again, pe- I think it depends on the financial situation. Like if... Yeah, so didn't you, like, didn't you just say like, oh, if you can't afford the house, like how, how are you going to avoid like, how are you going to afford the commercial property? Because the then? mortgage, the repayments. No, no, if you can't afford to live in Turak, yeah. but you can invest yeah. in an industrial factory that's going to make you that's going to make you money and it's still a really good return but you rent rather than for example uh, owning the owning the house and but you know you're living in uh, I don't know like somewhere yeah. not your ideal location. So yep. you're you're leasing where you want to live, but you're investing in something else. Yep, that makes. So sense. you're does that make sense? Mm. So yeah. that's just it's a strategy that you know I, I see a lot of people do. It's 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 a strategy that I that I like, but it's not for everybody. Yep. People don't want to lease. People don't want to have a have a property manager turn up to their house every six months and check, open up their drawers, and 
Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, it's all up to everyone how they how they want to invest some, and how they want to live. Some people too are just happy and dandy with one house and the job and the hundred percent buy the car. There's, so then again, it depends. Exactly right, there's yeah. no there's no right or wrong answer. I, yeah, correct. I, I it depends on the person. Correct. There's no right or wrong answer. Everybody everybody lives differently. So yeah. people don't want to live like in the interact. People want to live out and the beach it, it, or, yeah, yeah or. It's out country further, or, yeah, yeah, country farm and property. So every, everybody's yeah. different. I, I, yeah, so that's why uh, it heavily depends. Yeah, it really depends. Yeah, but um, that was super valuable. Like my brain's doing a million things right now. Like you've just opened my mind to a whole different world. I didn't even I'm know existed. Stuck in the metaverse. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, thank you very very much for coming on, bro. We appreciate it heaps. That was we found it fucking super valuable. I can't imagine what everyone else thought of it. Um, as always, if you're not already following. Christian and all his other platforms. Um, Collins NFT, Collins Universe, Discord, get all over him. <laughs> he's, he's big in the space, he's big, making moves. And um, thank you very much for coming on and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.